Maybe don't listen to this episode if you want that PhD. I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Good morning. Welcome back to the Roast Morning Podcast. I'm Tom. Uh, good night. I'm Travis. And a sexy mid-afternoon to you as well. I am your Cody for the evening. Mm, oh, yeah. I said afternoon evening. I fucked it. Hell yeah, yeah. we're timeless. It's yeah. all good. Exactly. You can listen to us when you wake up. You can listen to us when you're eating your spaghetti. You can listen to us as you die. Roast Mortem, 100% guarantee. These people will stay dead. Definitely listen to us when you're making love. Yeah. Like, we will raise your sperm count if you're trying to make babies, 300%. What's the sexiest episode you got to recommend to our viewers right now? <sighs> uh, secret bonus episode where we talk about grapes for three hours. Ooh. Yeah, That's- we just kind of describe grapes in a matter-of-fact way. <laughs> There's no humor in it. No, it's serious. It, it takes a serious turn from red to uh, white. I see what you've done. Yeah. So, How's yeah. everyone's week, dogs? Good. Yeah, I'm just tired, like, every other week. Yeah. Got this sick uh, seasonal affective disorder with the 450 Sundowns. I love it. Dude, it is so cool that it gets dark so soon. Why? What are you doing? What do you, what do you need the darkness for, Travis? I'm a vampire. You're a Vancouver vampire? I'm Vanshire. All right. You should know what the word is. But like hobbits live in the Shire. I'm Vanshire of the Shire. You're a van, a cold, dark van in uh, a very south place. Yeah, dog. I don't yes. need the sun. The sun's stupid. It burns my eyes. That's true. I don't can't look at it. Sunglasses. Stop looking at it like that. I always need sunglasses. <laughs> I know. We'll... I shouldn't be seen without sunglasses. I got these thick Filipino eyelashes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So okay. obviously pretty uneventful week. So we're going to get right to the chase. Travis, who is on the chopping slab tonight? Tonight we oh. are going. Yeah, just blew all your ears. I like out. this. Tonight we are going into uncharted roast mortem territory. Oh. You guys ready for this? You guys ready for something new? I'm yeah, listening. Where are we going? We're gonna be roasting a boy from the Crusades. Oh. Crusades. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. That was ninety percent asshole. Holy stab time. Yes. yes. Look uh, at my shirt. My red shirt. We my are white and red shirt. <laughs> Look at the cross. In here. Yes, right. <laughs> Do you know that the white and red represent when Jesus has his first period? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just after he started to shave his beard. Yeah, was- yeah that's why everything. That's why you could t- take a fish and turn it into nineteen. Yeah, like you know how they didn't write about like uh, like a big chunk of Jesus's life. Yeah. Do you think that's when he like had a really bad like fashion style? Like he was rocking a goatee. Oh no, like, that was the DMC takedown. Well, I think he had a YouTube channel yeah. and they just deleted everything because <laughs> he it. said fucks one too many times. Oh no, demonetized Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what's good for you folks. All it's right, money. So we are roasting Thomas de Marl. <laughs> All right, Thomas de Marl. He's the Lord of Cousset. 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 And yeah, we're going to be slathering the shit out of the late 11th century and 12th century. Slathering? Slathering. Uh, oh, right. Okay, yeah. I'm in. Got it. What do you guys know about the Crusades? Besides that they all ate croutons. 
Well, they're all about Jesus-loving folk. Am oh, I right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to take a little bit from there, Cody? Give it back to me. See if we can tag team this. Uh, Jesus-loving folk that didn't appreciate some other folk that didn't particularly love Jesus. I mean... You, it was an imaginary friend war, wasn't it? You guys are, like, basically, like, uh, historians with master's degrees. Yeah. We know. Yeah. That's why we do this show. That's it. Well, we're going to get into a lot about what the Crusades was. Yes. And shit like that. But let's jump into this Thomas boy. Thomas boy. I Thomas love, boy. Yeah. Thomas de Marl. Before we can jump into this roasted asparagus snail-eating fiend... Let's talk about the nut sacks that he descended from. You know, the, okay. his lineage. Very important. Yeah. So the Lord of Cousy, or the Lords of Cousy, were a medieval lordship in northern France. The place that they resided was Cousy le Chateau Afrique. 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 Mm. Got got one of these episodes lined up, Dewey uh, Travis. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Oh, I'm going to try my best at Francique. So knights in shining armor and also boas? Chevaliers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just rocked. These guys were kind of a little slow. They didn't get the memo on swords. They just rocked baguette on their side. De- oh, equally deadly. Well, I mean, you find, find someone. You file that to like a point? Ooh. Just wait till it's, uh, you know, like three hours old. And then it turns into a rock hard <sighs> dildo. Yeah, and if it's still fresh, you can go for that Mortal Kombat friendship. Where, like, instead of killing the guy, you're just like, hey, Baguette? True, yeah. Uh, no friend. one can say no. Friendship. Baguette and then you throw it. their Jewish ass down the stairs. <laughs> what do you mean, Atkins Ooh, diet? We're going to get into that. We're going to get very much into that, yeah, dog. I jumped ahead. All right, so this Afrique place or whatever is in Picardy, if you know anything about France. Picardy. Yeah. Like... Uh, Captain Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc. Luc- oh. yeah. They were Normans, which means they were originally Vikings. And that was like a slur. What? Normans. The Normans. They were Vikings that came into France, fucked shit up, banged a bunch of French people, assimilated into French culture. Right. And all, and all had a, uh, a, a real thing for accounting. Oh, yeah. As Normans do. This is no- Norman. Oh, ah, Norman. Uh, Norman from accounting. We all say, <laughs> uh, The lineage of this lordship spanned from 1035 to 4000 B. No, CE. C. What? BCE? AD. Common AD. era. Common era, dog. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm doing my learning. I'm trying to figure it out. I like this. <laughs> It's an experience for all of us. So uh, when Thomas was born into the baronship, because um, they're also barons, lords, barons, kind of interchangeable. They're the sexy folk. His lineage as lords was only around for 38 years. So pretty fresh, fresh young lords. New lords. New lord. On the block. Right. So granddaddy did it. He started it. Basically. Yeah. How, you're getting that. I was saying, how do you think they got said lordship? Yeah, granddaddy did it. Granddaddy did it, but how? He probably found another, uh, what, what would you call it, like a regime? A regime? You know, overtaking a lordship. Yeah, he stole it from other lords. Yeah, other lords. Perfect. I was going to say, he turned the most people inside out that didn't agree with him. And before you get all sensitive about this, listeners, those lords probably stole it from other lords. Yeah, they're all dicks. It's yeah. feudal. It's feudal. Feudal dicks. All right, so the first, his grandpappy, uh, first lord of Cousay, was 
a guy named Drew of Boves. Drew of Boves. And, and Drew is spelled D R E U X, but it's like Drew. Oh, Drew. No, that, that's, Drew. That's a 2018 name. Yeah, dog. That's that, not how yeah. Drew Carey spells it. <laughs> I like Come him. On. He's trying. He's he's there. He's good. He's not round anymore. Not funny. <laughs> he stole uh, Castle Cousset from Albrick. Uh, just another dude, like we were saying. Is he coming back into the story? At no, any point? he's dead. Don't worry about Don't that. Don't even yeah, mention right. that boy. Yeah, he's as hell stupid French idiot. Flash in the pan. Yeah. Now, uh, the way that power was distributed in France uh, was the more land you own, the more garlic you can grow. Oh. And the more garlic you grow, the bigger dick was. Which is still a thing that they celebrate today. Garlic dick, eh? Yeah, garlic dick. All right. Mm. Oh, I it's assume true. Italians to be the garlic boner people, but mm. no, these are Frenchmen? Mm. These are French. They love their garlic. Can you explain this like you gave a shit for one second? I, I, I am. How, that how, is how it works. Was it actually there. garlic was the the high yielding crop of the time, <laughs> or are you just saying that is garlic some kind of aphrodisiac? You know what? Uh, they probably like garlic. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, but garlic also, you don't need that much of to really introduce it to any recipe. Ooh, I would think like other produce, perhaps potatoes or um, cabbage, something there. French never had a potato. I feel like I'm still using my grandmother's garlic cloves from that like fucking like old net. That's my point. Well, I'm saying <laughs> a garlic is like a pearl that you find and you keep for centuries. Okay. And you grow it. It spoils incredibly. All right. Garlic futures. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So these garlic boys. Anyway, garlic boys, this true motherfucker dies and his son on Gehon, another weird ah. fucking name that I had to look up. On Gehon. On Ge- I, I literally wrote here, On Gehorn. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, whatever makes it work. Yeah. He takes over Kusei, and now he's swinging that garlic. He's fucking rolling that garlic, that garlic dick. He marries uh, Adele de Mar. That's a normal name. Uh, Yeah. I Adele, she likes you know. garlic and yeah. dicks. Apparently, she poops out three babies. A lot of dicks. Our boy Thomas, great. Beatrix and Robert. Okay. Now you see, Angeon uh, wa- was a dude that kind of really couldn't keep his dick in his pants. Oh, he's banging everyone. Okay, yeah, flying around, dude. Waluigi of France. Yeah, and same thing with Adele. She's throwing her puss everywhere. Wow, infidelitous. Mm. Nice prehensile puss. Yeah, dog. Um, so Angreon talks to the Archbishop of Lone and divorces Adele, you know, because why the hell not? Yeah, we're French. We're obviously kissing other people's lips. Yeah, Let's I mean, move it, along. it was a big deal back then. Divorce wasn't as like, it's got a fucking divorce that's brought. So he fast-tracked it. He fast-tracked yeah. it by going straight to the bish. It wasn't exactly as New Jersey as we picture it now. <laughs> Hey, I could be killing you here, but uh, I'm just asking you to take a hike with half of my stuff. Yeah, my ex-wife, Tanya, <laughs> she's a big pain in the ass. Let me tell you something about how we divorced. I said, you know what? I'm done with you, okay? Next time you talk to me, I'm not going to be married to you. I'm taking a Ford Windstar. I'm taking one of the three kids, and we're going to go, and we're going to have a good time. I'm going to run the hot dog stand, and you can get off my ass, Tanya. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> That's what divorce has become. Well, uh, he took his uh, his fucking Cutlass. He didn't drive. What would you say? Uh, Windstar. Windstar. He drove a Cutlass. He took his Cutlass over to his neighbors after the divorce, over to his neighboring baron, 
Godfrey uh, Nemon and married and and uh, no and and was kind of chatting up his wife Sybil. Oh, Sybil, chatting up the wife Sybil. Nothing good party. ever comes from a Sybil. No, look at Faulty Towers. <laughs> so Sybil was actually preggers at the time. Oh. So he's chatting her up at this banquet, and uh, Godfrey claims that he kidnapped her, brought him back to his, you know, castle, and married her. I, now, the I, one thing I see with that though is that like she never, she was with him the rest of his life, and there was never any like descent or anything, like no poison or anything like that. Oh, he kidnapped me. So I think just Angayon just had like big ass dong, and the other guy was a cuck. And the other guy was a little dick mo. All right. he, he, kind was, of, he played to be mad, like, oh, my wife, what are we going to do? And, like, first general's like, well, right. let's get over there and take it back. <laughs> kind of like how Bowser kidnaps Peach, right? Like, he takes her once, and then you rescue her, and then you see she's not chained or in a cage or fucking anything. She's just there, like, oh, hey, Mario, thanks for rescuing me. And you're just like, come on, could, could we not have met in the middle of this dungeon? Let's go. Yeah, true. Wait, who's the Peach with the big titties that looks like Bowser? How's that? Oh yeah. How do I know that? This mm, sexual dog. It, well, it's it's a rule of thirty fours. And also, Mario is a common name in France too, so that does apply to what we're talking about regionally. Yeah, it's all related. Wonderful. Yeah. So in ten seventy three, that's when Thomas fell into the world. Just rolled right out of Adele. Just tucked and rolled. Like it was like from a moving boxcar. Welcome to the world. Hello, world. This is gravel in your forehead. <laughs> so he was born into this world of wife stealing and divorcing and warring your neighbors. Because uh, this whole stealing Sybil thing started what we call a private war between the two barons. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, so gossip. Well, they, yeah. And, and drama. Stabbing. Not necessarily an actual war. No, no, no. Gossiping and drama, but then you also get all your boys, knights, and mm. kill people. Yeah, well, it's like when you have a party and then you, your neighbor's having a party and someone starts throwing oranges over the fence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you, you look down and you're like, who brought the Fago? And you just turn around and there's like four painted faces. And it's just like, oh, no. We, oh. Let's play skate. Let's do it. <laughs> Oh, that's a great way to resolve any issue. Yeah, skate. play skate, even though none of you have skateboarded in about 10 years. <laughs> oh. Twisted ankles for days. Yeah, dude. But, tape them up. Uh, Thomas, as heir of Cousy Lordship, was trained in the affairs of nobility and knighthood, which meant that uh, Thomas was expected to uphold a noble code called Habitus. Uh-huh, okay. Now, you th- you thought I was going to say chivalry. I, ooh, I did. Chivalry was not a thing yet, and Habitus was the precursor to chivalry. Habitus? Yeah. So chivalry's not dead. So it's a great... Habitus is alive. Habitus is alive. So it's the father of chivalry. Yes. Now, how... If you, if you could attach one adjective to this father, what would you do? How is it unlike chivalry? <laughs> He's like the father you haven't seen since you were 12. Right, and he just kind of shows up, and he tells you you're fucking up, and then <laughs> fucks off, drives away in the Ford Windstar. <laughs> exactly, more than one word, but you used all of them keenly. Listen, I know I took uh, Theodore over here, but you other kids are right, so uh, keep it up. <laughs> Except you, Martin, keep it up extra. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no, what Habitus was basically an uncodified code. That knight's father. All right. What are you talking about here? Right. So, like, whereas chivalry, there was a written, like, 
list of laws. It's in stone. Yeah, it's written in stone. Okay. But Habitus is more like, you guys should maybe do these things. Oh, it's a suggestion book. Yeah. Mm. And if you didn't follow it, the church and other nobles were going to think you're a dickhead. It's like the first part of the Old Testament, where God is ruling everyone and doesn't give many rules until Moses. Right. Uh, even though he floods the whole earth for not following his rules, but he never put it down on paper until 400 years later. And those poor people are like, what the hell am I doing wrong? What's going on here? I just touched my pee-pee. My neighbor's a cactus. I like gold cows. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know it, you're just salt. Yeah. You're just a big old salt. Jesus. Fuck salt. Yeah. salt. All right, so I'm going to go into, because this habitus thing uh, plays a lot into a boy. So I'm going to go into the six rules of habitus. That weren't written down, but keep in mind... That's a short like, list, motherfucker. Here's a list of things. Yeah, That's a short list. Rule one, don't talk about habitus. <laughs> Rule two. Okay, you can't don't burn talk about through... Habitus. There's only six. You can't go through them like that. You can't waste them. <laughs> Rule three, smoke we er day. Rule four, dank nose 420. <laughs> Can you Rule, imagine just like Rule the- five, that weird S we used to draw, draw in school. <laughs> Can you imagine if Travis just like... Somehow gets to like counterfeit w- only one of like the golden tab, like a tap the stone tablets given to Moses. Jeez, yeah. What would I do? I'd be like, you get five. on the seventh on the seventh day we will have spaghetti. No, you got to make not it- the tablet. What? Oh yeah, that's the Jesus story in <laughs> the beginning. That's Genesis. Oh yeah, that's Genesis, dog. I'm glad you're here for this because I didn't know. <laughs> I, I would have let him continue, but thank God. I know the first half pretty well. Yeah, fuck on to your neighbors like you want to get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Le- don't leave your trash on the street too much. <laughs> All right, so rule number one is loyalty. You got to serve your lord or king. You a Easy, bitch ass. Whatever. You be a bitch ass. Yeah, you have a boss. Listen to him. Listen to him. I do that. Number two is forbearance. Which means a uh, knight must have self-control towards other warriors and the court of his lord. I'll agree with that. All right, so you're on the same team. Yeah, just no, don't be a dick. No infighting. Yeah. Hold, hold on. Okay. Chill. Good. So ne- far, so good. Next one, hardihood. <laughs> what? Which uh, means a knight must be physically fit and constantly hard. Okay. <laughs> a rugged boy. I would have thought that they must have full knowledge of the Hardy Boy series. I was going to say Ed Hardy. <laughs> a shitty Ed Hardy clad. Must have sick tattoos. Well, you know that underneath their little robes with the little red cross, he just Ed Hardy shirts. Oh, sick. Yeah, underneath that mail, dude. <laughs> Woo! Oh, I love it. And their horses had truck nuts, so the horses looked like they had two sets of balls. <laughs> you know what? I could, I could believe, like, old coat of arms. Just like the fucking Ed Hardy idiot of the village, just like making them like, yeah, I want to see this on the lower back of a mixed race child. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Number four is largest, largest. It's apparently an English word. It's not French, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Largis. Okay. But that just basically means you got to be generous in bestowing money and gifts to others. I like that rule. That's a good rule. It's, yeah. a, it's a Santa Claus. Fit. Oh, my God. Shut up, Cody. That was good. You can't make me that is, that I is. just got that. Oh. <laughs> oh. Santa, but he's got claws on. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. I'm happy with Cody. I've really disappointed you in the last 30 seconds. <laughs> Fifth rule. The Davidic 
ethic. Is this like the third, fifth rule? No. No, no. This is we're, we're on right. on track. Davidic ethic. Ethic. So love God. Yeah. No. Not, oh. not really. Oh, all right. This is an ethic, uh, an ethos that essentially um, uh, you have to commit to protecting the weak and helpless. Oh, okay. This is like fine. David. This is all good. That good works. Stuff. Yeah. This is wholesome. Like you have to hold open the door for women. No. No. <laughs> That's what. Nope. It was a joke. No. Well, yes. A little bit on did that. You yes. the, did you get the joke? I got the joke. God damn it. <laughs> We're all trying tonight. No. <laughs> number number six, which is the most bullshit one, is honor. And honor is achieved by following codes one through five. So they did waste one. Seems a little redundant. It's yeah. just five. <laughs> now, what I was going to say. Wait, before, I thought you said there were seven. No, I think I said six. Did, did, you, six, did he yeah. say six? Okay, uh. sorry for the interruption. But the thing is, in the Middle Ages, people couldn't count. You're just confusing them. By tacking on a sixth rule that doesn't actually count. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when you do a little list for yourself, and then the last one is just finish everything on the list. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fu- such bullshit. It's kind of implied. <laughs> Idiot. Like now, the first one's like start list. And just yeah. <laughs> now, before you ruin my bit, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> on both Habitus and the Chivalric Code, there is no mention of women, horses, quests, or any type of travel. So the next time you hold the door open for some old lady, and she says, chivalry isn't dead, kick her cane out yeah. and say, I was holding the door because I was nice, not chivalry. Really? So what, why, I like this. What, yeah. why, why is it a misconception? Because I, I think in the 18th century, there was like this, uh, or in the 19th century, there was this like, uh, resurgence of like <sighs> romanticizing the medieval times. And it was a whole like, rescue the damsel and blah, blah, blah. That makes sense with the media and Disney. and you gotta know, be like... one rule about rescuing bitches in the chivalry code, right? Nope. Not even one. No. I, I know it's mostly like combat shit, but not even one damsel thing? No. I never really thought about that. The chivalry thing is really insulting. What, that saying to, chivalry to, to a man? Dead? Just the idea of chivalry. Mm. Like, the example you just used, I know it was a joke, but like, what you just said, I held the door because I was being nice. Yeah. Right? Not because someone else told me to do it. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not a robot, you old wench. Yeah. I'm just doing this because I'm a nice person. Yeah, fuck you. As you Fucking kick her asshole. cane out from underneath her. Uh, so Thomas's dad, Egron, Ooh. I'm going to say his name all different ways. Ed, Let's count. Edgaron. Edgaron? Yeah, Did that's the new one. Edgaron. All right, Edgaron. Right, 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 L. Hubbard. He was not exactly the best example of a noble follow t- following habitus, as we've kind of learned already. All right. All right. Yeah, because he's outst and function. Yeah, he's yeah. fucking banging around, not, not listening to his navies. All right, so little Tommy. Thomas. Thomas. Not yes. you, Tom. Tommy is like, yo, I'm going to learn all these night things. I'm going to be a good boy. Try to be following all those five codes and the sixth code Code that's just all the five codes. Right, the five code. And then like, hey, follow the sixth code. So right. you know it. Gold Quick star. Got them all. Quick recap. Just to be a little specific for Drinky Poo Cody. Whose knights are these? What, what country's knights are these? These are French knights? France. Northern France. France. Northern French knights. Gotcha. Yeah. Normans. <sighs> Thomas grew up with a bitter rivalry between him and his father. You see, Angerond uh, had divorced Thomas's mother, Adele, on the grounds of adultery. But neither one of them were innocent. Right. They were both throwing puss and 
peeing around. Very yeah. Long Island, very Long Island. Aberge and Clamerge. Mm. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm, on, I'm on your wavelength, right? I got you. Yeah, dog. I got you. So Angeron uh, kept toying around and openly like saying that Thomas was not his child, that uh, Adele had knocked up so had been knocked up by someone like a jester or a stable boy or some shit, and Thomas was his illegitimate son. You see how funny my son is? It's obviously a jester's son. He's very funny. <laughs> Look at him jug. Yeah. Look at him juggle. He's juggling around. Dance boy. Do it with your feet now. Thomas was like, fuck you, Dad. I'm going to take my mom's name, Marl. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So he went by Thomas de Marl instead of Bove, I think, was uh, Garon's name. All right. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Right. And so he ran the lands of the Marl family, and he controlled those lands instead of the Cousy lands that his father controlled. All right. Although there was a king of France in the late 1000s, it was Philip I. Uh, France was hardly united. As I mentioned before, uh, Angeron and Godfrey had this private war going on, right? Okay. That was all over the place. All the barons and lords had these private wars trying to grab land from each other and expand their territory. Yeah, right, petty grabbing. stuff. Trailer park fighting. Exactly. That's you imagine, <laughs> Yeah, you imagine northern France is just a bunch of trailer parks. Why'd you move my fence? Why'd you move my fence this way? I cannot fit my swimming pool next to my trailer now. <laughs> Bottle kids! Oh, Bottle God. kids! Yeah. So Thomas was torn between the Marls and the Cousses. You know, his father and his mother. At times he was fighting against his father, but at other times he was fighting with his father to defend the land and wealth, mainly, because he was still going to inherit that shit. Right, okay. All right. So that makes like, sense, that makes sense. Yeah. He's like, fuck you, dad. I'm going to fucking kill your bros. Fuck you, Dad. I'm totally going to work for the family company. <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. Watch this. I'm going to be performing on this job that you told me to do it on. <laughs> he's like he's like a rich kid that wants to become like a DJ or something. Yeah. But then he's going to fall back to like the plumbing business. Which is totally normal. <laughs> yeah. That's like very regular. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're young, you're, you're aspiring to do stuff. But also, you don't want to kill Jews as much as these people do. Ooh, foreshadowing. Oh, is it? Awkward. It's oh, normal. <laughs> normal, dog. Snormal. Snorm. Snormal for Normans. All this warring in his late teens and early 20s taught Thomas a very valuable lesson about medieval war tactics. Pillaging and destruction gives you more land, more money, and cripples your enemy. Uh, oh. So you should do it. That's yeah. A, that's, a, that's a win, win, win. Get in there. Holy shit. Yeah. Talking so, like this a lot of time. Yeah, I'm talking like this. I know, even though we're talking about French people. Hey, doing wee wee. Yeah, wee. Spaghettis. I'm a right? two fromage. Yeah, yeah, something different. You want an egg on that? Of course you do. <laughs> shit. That's what they do in uh, Gay Paris. I got you know some butter. I, mean? I got some eggs. Uh, you know, like I smoke a cigarette too, maybe. I don't know. Look this way. Let's see what happens. <laughs> so all this warring's going on in France. We know that. But in 1095, Pope Urban II, Whoa. in Italy, where they talk like 
how we've been talking. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know if that's exactly the yeah. truth, but kind of. In Roma? <laughs> yeah, Roma, Italy. It's my family. They're from there. They're from Sicilian and they're also the Roma. You know, both sides. Uh, both you know? sides. I'm on a peninsula. I'm on my own damn island. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Pope Urban, who's actually French, too. So he can... <laughs> Uh, Pope Urban II receive, receives an ambassador from the Byzantine Emperor Alexios Icomanios, something oh, in Greek. Great. Yeah. Now there's Greek stuff. Now there's Greek stuff. So this ambassador tells the Pope that the Muslim Seljuk Turks had taken Anatolia and was fucking the Byzantine's empire shit up. Damn. Yeah. Seljuk Turks. So... Pope Urban delivers a very epic sermon and sends out all of his clergy butt boys all over Christendom. I've never heard epic sermon before. Yeah. <laughs> epic, epic sermon and sending out the butt boys. Yeah, he sends out his clergy butt boys, delivers this epic ser- sermon that was pretty much saying he's calling all men, rich or poor, to come and defend the Holy Land and defend Christianity as a whole. Christianity's right. whole. Let's defend Christianity's whole. Defend it. This is what he said. I, or rather the Lord, beseech you as Christian heralds to publish this everywhere and to purse all people, whether rank foot soldier or and knight, rich and poor, to carry aid promptly to those Christians and to destroy the vile race from the lands of our friends. I say this to those who are present it is meant for also for those who are absent. Moreover, Christ commands it. All right. Okay, so let's unpack. Basically, what's going on is we got a uh, little Martin Luthering happening. Yeah. Which, uh, if you haven't heard that episode, you should probably go back Ooh. and listen to it. Talk a lot about buttholes. But, oh, yeah. Uh, also, just this kind of stuff. 95 feces. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so it's going to get dark. Yeah. As, as we predicted before. Oh, we're getting dark. Right. He's calling all the Christians out to fight these, in his words, vile, you know, okay. crusaders. Okay, the total right? fucking coin toss right now. Is the vile race the the Jews or the Arabs? The it's the Seljuk Turks, which are Muslim. Okay, there you because go. It was one or the other, baby. If there's anything you know about the Crusades, you probably know it was the Christians and the Muslims. Yes. The Jews got poked around a The Jews bit. got poked a lot more in the Spanish Inquisition, dwindling their numbers, like, seriously. Mm-hmm. Jews never really settled anywhere in mass, the way Muslims or Christians did. cardio. Do. Right. Their religion never spread. So, yeah, they got a lot of shit, but when it comes to actually war, mm-hmm. like a crusade, that wasn't really the case. They're like, where are we going for these guys? Yeah, like, they would kill, they'd kill a Jew on the way, but it was on the way to kill, like, an actual Turkish empire, you know? Yeah, right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. So the P- Pope Urban actually makes this a BOGO deal, right? Great. So he's like, yo, first of all, you're going to be defending Christians. And then he says, uh, all who die by the way, whether by sea or by land or against pagans, shall have immediate remission of sins. This I grant them through the power of God with which I am invested. Well, this is, that's not English. Yeah, no, it's not English. It's a thousand-year-old English. But basically what he's saying, if you go and fight these dickheads, me, through the power of God, will wipe your sins. Absolve any sins. Yep. 
Which is kind of like um, a different form of, what would they call it? The uh, In- indulgences. Yeah, the indulgences. Ah. It was like that for poor people. Right. Hey, you can't pay up. Uh, you're our army now. Get yeah. poked a few times by the sword. And you could rape as much as you want on the way. You could steal as much as you want on the way. Because I got you, dog. I got you. <laughs> Guess who else got you? God. He got you. <laughs> God! <laughs> what, boys? Go tell them all. Yeah. Spread the word and spread them cheeks. Oh. Let me get inside and take a peek. <laughs> is that a limerick? Uh, no. no, it's some gay Christian shit, which is very normal. <laughs> he even came up with a snappy little catchphrase. God wills it! Oh, God he's will- that boy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. God wills it! Classy! Yeah. <laughs> this was the start of the first crusade. There's a, there's a few of them. Uh-huh. This is the OG one. This is A New Hope. Okay. So, <laughs> how 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 wrong, Travis? <laughs> of all these sagas you could have used. Uh, that's true. But it's the, the title first one. of the worst one. Deathly Hollows. That would have been Anything. good. Anything. Or yeah, what what Yo, but I'm just saying that like you could go back to the Brobo man. I don't know. Fucking episode 1 Phantom Menace is like I don't know when fucking they put all the animals in the ship. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Crusade hopeful. That 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 that's a good adjective for Travis. Yeah, we got a man and a whale, and also Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, <laughs> Jar Jar Binks was on that fucking boat, dude. He was on Noga's Ark. And if you go down to Arkansas or Kansas or wherever the fuck it is, Alabama, where they built that giant ark, did they build another one? No, it's like a full scale. What they think could fit all ruined, the animals on the earth. Oh well, sounds like it was made by a. Bunch of retarded bumpkins. Yep. Cool. But you'll see Jar Jar Binks on that ship. That's what I was trying to get at. Right. He's scotch type hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same size, but it won't float. So, I mean, the first Crusades. What a better... Uh, you Could you think of a better father-son bonding road trip for uh, Thomas and Engaron? I mean, they, they're going to go and go to the Holy Land for some righteous slaughter. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Bond. Well, Daddy barbecue. Uh, blood is thicker than water. Bring your son to work day. I'm, I'd like to imagine that uh, his father's horse and his horse were also related in the father-son way. Oh, yeah. So they rode side by side, just like, well, 100% bonded. That's a weird boy. double date. Yeah. Or the two horses could have been gay lovers and been kissing the whole time. Do they take female horses into battle? Is that a thing? Huh. Probably. Hmm. Hmm. Probably I, so. I said yeah, gay last. lover because I just assumed that, that, you know, because it's only males in war that they put male animals, but I, I don't think that's right. No, actually. but I mean, you. I feel like uh, I feel like you'd probably want to bring a male horse in because if you like run over someone mm-hmm. on a horse, you want their nuts to slap them in the face while all their bones are broken. Winnie! Winnie! And he's adding insult to injury. Yeah, this is fucking a teabag him. Oh, uh, all my bones are broken in my last second of life. I'm gonna suck this dick. <laughs> it's not a suck. It's a it's an unclean brush of the upper lip. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> yeah, precisely. So Thomas and his father put aside their feuds. They rallied the Cousy family uh, together and run off and join the crusade. They join an army because, like, there was different divisions of the crusade. They assembled into massive armies. 
right. controlled by different lords and counts and whatever. Okay, okay. So they joined the army of Emicho, okay. who was a German guy, actually, from the Rhineland. It sounds Italian, Emicho. Hmm. Are we ever getting to Italy? Don't tell me. But yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, just imagine them like one army meets another army so they can just make a bigger army. Everyone's walking around like Jesus is tight, giving fist bumps. Red Rover, Red Rover, Fuck send you, Luigi yeah. over. Yo, that Muhammad <laughs> shit, not so tight. You guys got to chill. <laughs> Yo, you guys want to make pictures of him? <laughs> Have this pork chop. Because they say we can't do that. Can't do it. <laughs> hey, Cell Joke Turks, look at this fucking smiley face I made. Mahumi. <laughs> satire. Yeah. Everything's satire. Satire. It's all satire. satire. All right, so Amicho was a little bit nuts. He believed, I mean, the whole crusade thing was fucking nuts, but this guy was especially nuts. He believed that Christ had appeared before him and told him that he was the chosen one that would fulfill the end of times prophecy. Revelations. A lot of responsibility. Oh, so he's a cult leader. Kind of. Yeah. He was was stirring it up. He was stirring the pot. He's muckering. I like that. So Amicho envisioned that he would march on Constantinople, overcome the forces, and take the title of the last emperor. And from there, he would march to Jerusalem, seize it from all the Saracens, because at the time, Saracens are Muslims. Uh, Mm -hmm. They controlled Jerusalem at the time. So he was going to come in, kill all the Muslims, and trigger the second coming of Christ. All right, so... That's how you do it. He goes into Constantinople, sets up a ladder match... Has to grab the belt, <laughs> i.e. the title. Yeah. He's got to put on his clothes. He's got to march around the corner to where? To Jerusalem. Right. And he's going to be like, Jerusalem, what's up, dogs? We got Jesus coming back here, and he's going to swing a dick at you. Get ready for it. And then Andre the Giant comes out of nowhere. He's like, oh, I'm real big. And then that's what wrestling's about. <laughs> Wait, Andre the Giant was the second coming of Christ? Well, I'm just going to paint that picture. All right, dog. I'm having fun tonight. <laughs> it's fucking Tuesday, by the way. Yeah. yeah. We usually don't record these on Tuesdays. It's, I'm loopy. I'm not in the... It's good. It's good. Yeah. Maybe it's, we should do more Tuesdays. You Tuesday. Look, you look very insane right now. I feel it. I have a His rough hair's week. fucking here. nuts. His hair's yeah. going through the cans all weird. <laughs> so now we know you brought, you brought up, Tom, that uh, there's tons of fucking criminals and murderers, and all these crazies joining the Crusades to get rid of their past sins. Right. Right? You kind of went over that. They're drinking Monster Energy. They have Twitch streams. They're like, we'll get forgiven by God. (laughs) We got this. Check it out. I'm going to play Candy Crush on Twitch. You can't stop me. I'm going to... I'm gonna play League of Legends again and again. Wait, is there any Twitch stream of someone playing Candy Crush? <laughs> that was a sin I came up with. I mean, that is be. a sin. Yeah, the, right. There must be. Probably. Like Twitch, I'm so warm and cold with. You know, I'm like, eh, it's, so, it's so much garbage, but I like the platform. But if you once there's that Candy Crusher, it's woo, dead to me. Woo. It's dead. Uh, but okay. So you may know that there's all these fucking crazies, but. Thomas and his dad signed up with the dude that was literally trying to start the fucking apocalypse. Right. <laughs> like, think, yeah. Well, thank God, like, Albert Einstein was a long way away from this. Yeah. Chronologically. Because, oh, yeah. like, what are you going to do? You're going to kill a bunch of people by force? You're going to bomb them. Nuke them. Yeah. I like this. We need we need more endgame oriented people in this, in, in this narrative. It would help everyone. Yeah. I like we wouldn't this. have to do anything anymore. 
So just so you guys understand the level of crazy that this dude, Amicho, is bringing in. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. One particular group of people, a religious sect that was led by this woman called Anonima of Cambria, I think. Cam- Cambera? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> okay. Who cares? And she's a crazy bitch. But her and her followers believed that the Holy Spirit lived inside of her pet goose. What? (laughs) Never heard this. She'd walk around with this goose and be like, yo, you hear that? This is the Holy Spirit, dog. You hear that, God? Just eating carrots out of her mouth. (laughs) How do you convince? So they would even, uh, they put the goose on the ground, and then the group would just like follow the goose. (laughs) Like, wherever it walked, it was like, the Holy Spirit is guiding us. <laughs> oh, wow. We're, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Were geese rare for these folk? or Nah, I think it was a regular-ass goose. So how do you convince folk there's your God in a goose? I don't know. You should ask uh, Anonymia. I am Anonyma. An, 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 I'm perplexed an, and sad and also pretty joyous at the I'm same time. I'm confuzzled. It's... it's Fascinating. I'm just imagining you. a bunch of Knights of Templar in like the local park following a Canadian goose around. <laughs> That's exactly it, what it is. As it eats its own shit <laughs> and gets mad at them for looking at its eggs. <laughs> Why do they hate that? I don't know. They're very protective. Don't look at them like that. Well, I, I don't know if all of the knights really uh, bought into it because... <laughs> During one holiday dinner, they killed the goose and ate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's very Catholic of them, body of Christ. Uh, you want that inside you. Mm-hmm. They crucified it first. Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> they went to Home Depot. They got a staple gun. Just nailed it up. All right, let's wait three days. If not, we're going to eat this worm-infested Ooh. bird. <laughs> Poultry goes fast. All right, so Tom, you've been unintentionally uh, doing this foreshadowing the entire time. Wow. But we're getting to it right now. I love it. So before they headed out to the Holy Land, Amicho and his crusaders went on what was called the Rhineland Massacres. And went those, on them. Just were went they, on them. No big fun. deal. No big deal. Yeah, went on them. So the year was 1096, and Amicho led his forces towards Mainz in Germany which was the largest European community of Jewish people. And the Jews saw a mob of crusaders coming towards the town and were like, we know how this ends. Yeah. No bueno. No bueno. <laughs> that's that's Yiddish. Pack up your clarinets. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Anyone who keeps their Kepler here is Meshuga. <laughs> no time to let the bread rise. <laughs> it just keeps happening, right? <laughs> So they turned to the Archbishop uh, Ruthard, uh, you know, Catholic guy, and was like, hey, can you hide us in your palace? Because there's some fucking maniacs coming. How many guest rooms? Right. And Ruthard, uh, you know, good for him, took in all the Jews and locked the gates. Kept out all the Crusaders. Nice dude. All right. Nice dude. Need more of those yeah, guys. Not yeah. less of those guys. More of those guys. Yeah. Except one of his fucking asshole staff opened the gates when the Crusaders came. Why? They knocked and he was like, I get it. <laughs> Let him in, boys. <laughs> this is a joke. Yeah. So thousands of Crusaders descended upon the hall of Ruthard's palace uh, where that the Jews were uh, sheltered in. They broke the bolts off the doors and... 
and uh, proceeded in indiscriminately massacring the Jews, regardless of age or sex. They used swords, arrows, lances. The mob killed 1,100 Jews systematically over the course of two days. Fuck. Yes. That's insane. Uh, leaving only a f- they only left only a few survivors, uh, which were either those were that were able to escape the massacre or converted under duress to Christianity. That's so, like that's not very funny. sad. Yeah, yeah. no yeah. jokes to be made no jokes. There. I mean, but the the so Thomas and his dad were part of that crew that were doing that. Okay, oh, dickheads. Yeah. Okay. Someone that witnessed the massacre uh, called Amicio, the chief uh, persecutor. He showed no mercy on the elderly, on young men, young women, or infants, or sucklings, nor the ill. He made the people of the Lord like dust to be trampled on, their young men put to the sword, and pregnant women ripped open. Ooh. Fuck. Yeah. Brutal. Pretty fucking brutal. Yeah. All for a made-up dude. Exactly. <coughs> uh, so these fuckhead uh, crusaders believed that they were carrying out the end of days, where the Jews would either need to convert or die. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> the days kept going. Yeah, we're here now, guys. Still here. Sorry, you yeah. fucked up. It'd be nice to write a letter. Well, we'll like, let's toast. Yeah, well, let's toast well, to not being that, in a crusade currently. Yeah. yeah. Slancha. Hollywood really rubs it in those dudes' faces now. Well, <laughs> yeah. what Spielberg's done. Exactly. Like, you what? wouldn't have E-Teemans. That's right, if he was right. Well, we wouldn't even have the future at all. Yeah. If they were I, right. I wouldn't like Reese's Pieces. What? Because of E.T. Do you know the folks at E.T., the uh, the production studio, they asked M&M's to let them use their candy, and they thought it was a dumb movie, so they didn't let them do it? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why Reese's Pieces are there. I mean, Reese's Pieces are great. Yeah, but M&M's would have looked better for uh, the uh, the film saturation. Mm, true. Different colors. Yeah, exactly. Because what's a Reese's piece? It's brown. Yellow. It's yellow, which is lighter brown. Orange. <laughs> and then orange, which is a redder brown. Redder brown. Not great. Yeah. Not great. All that shit. That's not even fun. Yeah. Another reason why they attacked these people was they needed money for their crusade. So there it is. That's a robbery. Yeah. Well, the Nazis did it a few years later. A few. <laughs> a thousand years later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The math was the funny part yeah, there, yeah, by I the gotcha, way. I gotcha, Everyone I gotcha. The math was the funny part. Not the criminally <laughs> insane zealots. <laughs> the math, the numbers, were the real giggle there. That's where the joke was. I got it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, after the massacre, the army marched down the Rhine River, then onto the Danube and followed the Danube to Hungary, where they ran out of money. <laughs> Damn. How do you break that? It's a lot of dollar menu. <laughs> yeah, How do you dollar. break that? It's like, oh, is that the last of the ramen? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we're not making it to Jerusalem, boys. Yikes. How do you leave from a kingdom and not plan the food bit? Nah. Just yeah. bring some sheep with you. Yeah. Bring, like, like, put meat in your pockets. I mean, like, people went on fantastic voyages all the time back then. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. made it from North France to Jerusalem. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, there's a fucking uh, pilgrim road where people would fucking do it all the time. So not are these warriors assholes, but they're grade A idiots. Idiots. You know how I solve this problem, Travis? Pepperoni hikes. Yeah, dude. 
For real, dog. It's just you eat as. But you I go. wouldn't want to give them the secret of pepperoni Sending. hikes because they're assholes. Sending all those warriors' grandmothers <laughs> to walk to Jerusalem first with hundreds of pounds of pepperoni unarmed to staple it to trees. Yeah. Wow. But don't, don't tell don't, them that. Don't forget the the peanut butter cup at the end. Yeah, that's in Jerusalem. <laughs> They're all in. <laughs> That's where Jesus. Was. All all roads lead to Rome. All peanut butter and pepperoni hikes lead to Jerusalem. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize I was being converted to Christianity when I was going on those hikes. Well, you are now. <laughs> Look at you. And so once they were in Hungary, Amicho's army was hacked down by the Hungarians. Yeah. So you know, didn't really didn't really do too good. Yeah. You could kill defenseless people, but uh, once you're in an actual fight. <laughs> yeah, the bully against the actual uh, karate kid yeah. didn't do too well. Yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah, you gotta not be hacked. The army was split up, and Amicho uh, gave up on his prophecy and returned home. Yeah, who needs prophecy? Yeah, gonna go home and play some goddamn Red Dead. Yeah. <laughs> As for Thomas and Angayon. Uh, it was unclear whether they continued on to the Holy Land or went home, but what we do know is at some point while they're tra- while they were traveling, they came across a small group of Muslim warriors. It was like him, them, and the other uh, Kosi family. Were they just tough guy in each other? Did they fight? What's up? So the Kosi mm. men looked at each other and were like, "We are going to go fight these dudes, but we need a coat of arms." So oh. they took off their uh, squirrel-trimmed cloaks, <laughs> great, and shredded them into six pieces and used them as a makeshift banner, so the Muslims could recognize who's going to kill them. I don't know. No one else was. Looking. I don't know why that's so important. Yeah, we're going to get you. Look at this. It's really not. But anyway, they ran up against these unsuspecting Muslims and defeated them. And that style, you know, that those squirrel cloaks became their coat of arms. I bet you in their diaries, those squirrels all of a sudden turned to bears. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one, this one's name was Teddy. Yeah, this one was Pooh. He was ferocious. This was Corduroy. S- several hours of battling to overcome this demon. This is the Kosi coat of arms. What you got? Not, not really anything like squirrels. That's, no, that's, that's that's a lot of that's some good clip art, Travis. <laughs> but go go to the coat of arms now. Well, that's thirteen butt plugs sitting on three shelves. That's all that is. <laughs> it's, it's like that optical illusion. Are you seeing the butt plugs in the blue or the white, Tom? Ooh. I'm seeing them in the blue because I've seen all right, more okay. blue butt plugs yeah. than I have seen white ones. I, I just get a lot of transparent ones with gems on the end. I feel like white bub plugs will just come out brown, so that's why they don't make yeah, them white. Yeah. You want something that will mask a little bit of that instant, all right, maybe I'm not going to look at this the second I pull it out. Yeah, m- mulch-scented butt plugs. Mm. <laughs> I'm already doing my best to avoid the smell. Yeah, just you got to hold it out there. That's yeah. mulch? <gasps> okay. So did this father-son crusade outing do its magic? Were they, were they buds now? I mean... Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, are the Jews still alive? It's like, no, the, tra- <laughs> no. the Jews no. are dead. The magic no, 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 is... No. Uh, so you're saying, did they get to uh, talk about the birds and bees and the... Oh. Yeah. And all that? Like, they made a coat stuff. of arms. They got to talk about dicks touching vaginas and shit and, like, pal over it. Dad's just like, this is my favorite Who album. You got to listen to it <laughs> on the horses. 
<laughs> like doing arts and crafts with your son. Of course, you're going to talk about plowing broads. Yeah. yeah. All right, I see you built a pretty cool house here, but why don't we put like a direct TV dish on it? I got this Playboy mag. Uh, I didn't give it to you. Don't tell your mother. <laughs> the squirrel trim, curly <laughs> <Squirrel> mag. <laughs> So you're asking if the two of them bonded after this experience? Yeah, like were they pals? I'm gonna say yeah. Nope. Yeah. No. Nah. Ah. Uh. So Thomas returns. Thomas and his dad return. He's now 29 years old. He returns and quickly marries Ida Haynot. And through this marriage, he gets a fortified castle, Montagu, in Lawn. Montague. Montague. I don't. Not Montague. Yeah. No, Montague. Are you sure? I listened to the French pronunciation, and it's Montague. All right, you just could. Could you at least for a second tell me pronunciation? <laughs> pronunciation. I'm you understand how the Spanish pronounce things? You understand how they pronounce Montague? It's Montague. It's not Montague. It's Montague. That's what I'm calling it. It's like a a mountain of goo. All right. Well. <laughs> Maybe don't listen to this episode if you want that PhD. <laughs> In language. Yeah, language. In no, language history, yeah. history stands yeah, Travis, for. <laughs> Travis, what, is, what does your patented PhD actually stand for? Uh, I don't know. It stands for like, like justice and Ninja Turtles episodes. I was asking. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So more on the, uh, them creeping up on Montague. Yeah. So he gets this castle because he marries this broad. Yeah. Free what was castle. her name again? Ira? Ida. 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 So he marries Ida. And when he gets this castle, doesn't really make the neighboring barons very happy. They feel a little bit threatened by his presence in the area. Dude, this new dude's playing like that Kiss album over and over again. <laughs> like super fucking loud. And he's always yelling at his wife. <laughs> Ida! I yeah. want to rock and roll all night. You know that? You fucking suck, bitch! <laughs> that was Ida. <laughs> 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 oh. oh yeah exactly you fucking blow <laughs> well their hunches the, the neighboring barons hunches were right because thomas was raising an army in his old new castle hmm, i see is that big of a castle yeah, it's a huge castle all right most castles were bigger than the average human house yeah. today really like it's bigger than a double wide fascinating Everything's yeah. just bigger. It's like a, like a Sha- Shaquille O'Neal style house is the average castle back then. Wow, <laughs> it's big. It's a big. It's pretty big. So, with the help of Thomas's own father, several barons in the surrounding area build a palisade around the castle, trying to starve out uh, Thomas. Okay. Yeah. So no one comes out. No one comes out. No one comes out until you get these goddamn Buicks off your front lawn. <laughs> And stop playing that goddamn Kiss album. Leave it alone. <laughs> that was my grandma's Buick. <laughs> but somehow Thomas was able to just slip right out of the castle. It is, it He's a slippery boy. Yeah, we have thirteen people outside of your house. <laughs> and uh, off in the woods, Thomas gathers seven hundred knights. Knights, not regular peasants. Not deer. What are they in tree houses Not- in the fucking wood? What is it? I don't know. What are the knights? You just like get seven hundred mercenary night boys. Are they Ewoks? Are they lepers? They were Ewoks. Damn. Ewok knights. So Those don't guess- count for shit. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's only like three hundred and fifty knights. Not even. That's really. like that yeah, question: Would you rather fight one 
duck-sized horse or a hundred-sized duck horses? Uh, I don't know. I've thought about that question. It, it's, a, it's a stinger. Yeah. I want to fight the hundred of the small things. <laughs> duck-sized horses. Yeah, dog. Just remember every time you ran away from a goose when you were a child. Oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that shit. You know how much glue you can get from duck-sized horses? A hundred of them? Lots. Like three bottles of that uh, Elmer yeah, shit. <laughs> right, so Thomas is, has these knights, right? And the barons were like, wow, that's a lot of knights. Uh, like we Whoa. From nowhere. Yeah. So they ask him, they're like, hey, Thomas, uh, sorry about that palisade. Can we just like take it back? Because like, we spent a lot of money on it. And uh, you, got, you can just go back to your castle. Yeah, go in there. Come on. And Thomas was like, nope. And fucked up the palisade. Went back into his castle and, like, fortified it. Jesus Christ. What do you mean he fucked up the palisade? He, like, vandalized it? Well, basically, uh, I gotta explain. A palisade is, like, basically a wall around the castle. So... Alright, okay. So, okay. so like, they, they're like, hey, we're gonna build a wall outside the castle walls so nothing can come in or out. So he, instead of, like, them just, like, breaking it down and... Taking it away, mm-hmm. he like burnt the shit out of it Ooh. and like attacked and killed people on the palisade. Right, no one tells me to move the Buick that's on the lawn, <laughs> and now every single one of my seven hundred nights is gonna be fixing a lawnmower while you're trying to wake up in the morning to go to work and picking up turnips and whatever the fuck it is you do, you idiots. Kohoa, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. In eleven sixteen. And this is the last time I need to say his name. Angeron dies. Thank oh. God. Yeah. What did he do? He fell off a king? I don't know. He just died. Just a really <laughs> tall king and a botched piggyback ride. <laughs> Whoa. It was a good day. Did you fall on your neck into glass? Oh. <laughs> Thomas, despite having literally waged war against his father, inherits his land and wealth. So now he's the Lord of Cusay, and he also owns the uh, Marl and Central Ancestral Home land. All right, so he's moving up in the world. Yeah, he's got a lot of land now. That's power. Yeah. But Thomas wants more land. What land does he want now? There's only so much, you fuck! He wants to drink your milkshake. Uh-huh. He wants to suck. It's mine, though. That garlic out of your land. It's, oh, no. What? Yeah. He's making an omelet. He's cracking eggs? He's cracking eggs. He wants more land for the garlic. You need to crack eggs to make an omelet. The more garlic you have, the better tasting your uncircumcised schmegma is. I don't know if that's true. Garlic does kind of give a nice <laughs> kick to everything. <laughs> Including your but, schmegma. Yeah, schmegma is like... You're going to need a lot of garlic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when Thomas... Becomes a proper lord of France. You can taste it still. <laughs> when Thomas becomes a proper lord of France, like as I mentioned, there's a king of France. All the shit's going on, but there still is a king of France. Right. The king of France at the time was Louis the Sixth. Right. Also known as Louis the Fat. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what's so was, going on? Was here? he like that kind of fat that like was so fat that he looked like the way he moved his legs looked like he had scuba gear on yeah, all the, the time. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's funny you mention that because he was a warrior king. So he would go into battle 
with his troops. But by the time that he reached 40, he got so fat that with his armor on, he just kind of waddled into battle. Okay. (laughs) All right. That's fine. That's called a tank build, right, Travis? Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to absorb the shit with the tank build. Well, that only works in video games. I'm afraid to tell you so. A little speed never hurt anybody. Yeah. In fact, it's probably saved some lives. (laughs) So Louis's main aspiration as king was to clean up France from all the tyrannical barons and uh, unite the lordship under the king. And eat a hundred wings a day. And eat a hundred fucking buffalo wild wings bone a day. In? A day. Yeah. Bone in? Bone, bone in. Because we'll also... they're just chicken nuggets if it's bone out. And some Michelob <laughs> Ultralight to watch his figure. <laughs> it's important. It's very important. So basically he's like, y'all fucking stop fighting. I'm the king. I'm going to kick your ass if you don't knock it off. Listen to me. Now give me food, <laughs> hold on, dog. Hold on, hold on. Give me a double cheeseburger, son. I, th- I feel like the truth dropped off viciously somewhere in that statement. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he talked. He was Louis the Fat. Son. Boy. <laughs> deliver my dominoes and then turn your ass around. Stop all this yelling. Don't forget the garlic. <laughs> That's, how you- That's how you know you're doing good. So Louis was concerned about Thomas. He believed that he was the worst kind of warmonger and represented a threat to France's people, church, and lands. He's got to go. But unfortunately, Louis was busy fighting the French's most mortal enemy, the English. How can you not? Yeah! You're the French. It's your job to fight English people. Any of you French people that own any Beatles CDs, you're traitors, you fuckheads. (laughs) Throw it out for some Yell albums. Yeah, right? Do some tectonic dancing. Come on, make it happen. It's good stuff. So Thomas seizes his opportunity while Louis is preoccupied. Occu- there, while Louis is preoccupied <laughs> fighting the English. Got it. And invades Lon, Reims, and Amiens. What are those? Those are French towns. Okay, areas that could have been prostitutes. I don't know. They all had very distinct cheeses that tasted exactly the same. What? <laughs> no, there's there's notes notes of oak. In this one, hazelnut in that one, and wine in this one. And they all tasted like creamy of underfoot. <laughs> Got that underfoot taste, Gar- aftertaste. Garlic schmegma. That's what you're aiming yeah, for. Garlic schmegma and underfoot. This, ah. is a, this is a good episode for the olfactory. That's right. We should have a Wait, scratch- the old cheesecake factory? Oh. <laughs> Oral factory. We should have a scratch and sniff card for this episode that yeah. we'll put out in three years from now when we have any money. <laughs> it was said that he uh, devoured the lands like a raging wolf. He ah. burned the countryside and shocked the Ro- uh, Roman Catholic Church by seizing an abbey full of nuns at St. John's in Lone. Did he moon all the nuns? Uh, he probably mooned him with his penis. <laughs> I was just going to say that. really a mooning? Uh, well, you know. That's called a Saturning. <laughs> it's called a 2001 Space Odyssey obelisk. <laughs> yeah, it's called a space dart. I was going to call it, call it the crescent moon. That's a cooks. weird curve. Dep- depends on the pen. <laughs> it's a weird curve, man. So with this whole habitus thing that was going on with knights. Right. Knights were encouraged. It wasn't part of the rules. Remember, we went over all the rules. Right. There's nothing, nothing about attacking churches. But it was encouraged 
that knights avoided attacking and capturing Catholic churches and its inhabitants because they, the people that lived there were unable to defend themselves or bear arms. Right. So I was like, don't attack these people. <laughs> don't don't pick on the wimps, is, is essentially what that was saying. They're useless. If you just stay outside and be real loud, they're going to stay inside, and they won't be able to garden, and they'll die on their own. <laughs> they'll drink a lot of beer. Yeah. That's like Sun Tzu shit right there. And that will, yeah, you could just put one or two of your guys at the front entrance, just have them yelling and talking loud. They'll never come out. It's the same thing as attacking. Yeah. Thomas was like, uh, whatever. This isn't like a written code, uh, so I didn't sign anything. So fuck off. I'm going to do it anyway. Nice. Look at this. And, th- <laughs> <laughs> and this act uh, actually pushed Habitus into being codified into what we now know as chivalry. Okay, so he was the jerk that jerked so hard they had to actually write the rules down. Right. It was about 50 years later or so, but he was like a main, wow. like, this guy. Remember him? This one. We should probably write this shit down. <laughs> we don't want this again, do we? Right, and part of chivalry included this truce of God, which uh, after Thomas, if knights broke any of these spiritual laws, they faced excommunicating or worse. Okay. So. Well, it's like what I said at the beginning of this. Chivalry is only for assholes. Yeah. Nice people don't need it. No. Because they're sweet. You're just nice to begin with. I hold the door open for you. I don't check the genitalia beforehand. Do you? Pretty much whatever. You I'm know, not, like, I'll hold the door open for anyone. I'm about to stop holding the door open for people I work with, because these stupid bitches are like, they just don't say thank you. Like, you just gotta say thanks when someone holds the door right, open well, for you. You're choo- well, even, you know what? Even the, even, the, even the quick up nod. Yeah, even an up nod. This is the entitlement we gave women. I don't know about it. <laughs> it's not just women. It's just no, like, no, it's, it's all dudes. Oh, even say. it's about holding a door open for an old lady. Yeah. Who looks at you right in the face instead of going thank you, says... Chivalry's not dead. And then you go in your mind, I wish you were dead. You old <laughs> fuck. You, you know what I appreciate after opening the door for somebody? A my man. My man. That's a my rare, man. That's a rare one. Like, my man works all the time. Oh, yeah. I love it. And my dude. Yeah, my dude. Yeah, my man. dude. That, yeah. yeah, that's a little bit more updated. I'll, I'll do that from now on. And don't assume a gender based on man or dude. No. Because those you can say it to anyone. Oh, yeah. I mean, you might get some looks, but like, you know. Lady opens the door. You know, she opens the door for you. Say, "My man, my, Thomas, my man. be the fucking change you want to see." And then she goes, "Thank you, thank you." <laughs> I'm gonna do. Uh, Thomas kind of didn't just not only like not spare the church. He kind of went out of his way to hurt them. <laughs> what well, a nice way! He did not spare the church. Yeah, he didn't just spare the. You know, he was actively just so. So this archbishop dude was murdered, and he housed the murderers to keep them safe from the church. He's aiding and abetting. Yeah. Another thing was that he would set up recruitment sites along pilgrim routes to Jerusalem and offer the young uh, warriors women and money if they joined him. It's a good combo. You like women? You like money? You hate Muslims? Hate Jews? You're our guy, my man. Well, no, he was like, he was like, you don't want to fight those Muslims. Just fight for me. I'll give you some, uh, some fucking money and ladies. <laughs> we'll find ladies. Don't worry about it. You, you don't really need a marketing scheme for that. It's just money. Yeah. Ladies. So the Church of France and the Papal Roman Church met and discussed Thomas. They're like, this guy is a bad egg. Yeah. It's a terrible good. egg. He's ransacking our shit. 
He's killing our boy touchers, and he needed to be punished. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got to be able to do our dumb shit. Yeah. We got to stop him from doing his dumb shit on top of our, our dumb shit. <laughs> so that, he, that was the sentence in which you were able to tell how many beers I had. <laughs> <laughs> so they decided to properly excommunicate him and officially remove his sword belt of knighthood. Although Thomas wasn't there to, like, hand it in. They just said, your sword belt is not valid anymore. They you're hired off- a mime. Yeah, you're off the family plan, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> you pay for those night minutes. <laughs> oh, you're done. Fuck. <laughs> this is almost a spit day. Remember minutes. I am really happy I have to recall that. <laughs> they also declared Thomas infamous. Which traditionally means a scoundrel who is unworthy of the name Christian. So, is that where infamous comes from? What? Yes. When you say someone's infamous, you're not you're not worthy th- of being a Christian. Oh, I didn't hmm. know that was the origin of that word. Probably the archaic base. Yeah, dog. Wow. Archaic based. Well, I guess like. What is it, like 45% of Americans are infamous at the moment? Yeah. Which really yeah. puts a damper on it. Not worthy. No. You know, when everyone's infamous. Nobody's infamous. <laughs> <laughs> now, Thomas really didn't give a fuck about any of that shit. He was like, yo, um, I'm just going to keep on killing church folk because it's working. This is great. Is it, is this is the best working? crusader ever. He <laughs> yeah. just fucks up his own people. <laughs> yeah. We got a rogue one. An additional bonus to being wealthy and noble as a medieval European. Medieval. <laughs> medieval. No. Okay. That's One adorable. more time. One more medieval. <laughs> One more do it again, Travis. You, you know why you should do it again? I want to do again. Oh, my God. Baby Travis. <laughs> Baby woo-woo. Tuck your umbilical cord in. An additional bonus to being wealthy and noble in medieval Europe was, you know, besides not having to live in shit huts or working manual hard labor until you drop dead or being used as a human shield. <laughs> I was about to correct you on shit huts, and then I stopped. <laughs> because they literally kept night soil in the cellar. Oh, yeah. you have to. So the bonus was, if you were knocked off your horse or incapacitated or captured instead of in battle... Instead of killing you right on the spot or taking you as a slave, uh, they kept you alive and sold you for ransom. That's good money making. All right. Yeah. Fair. So one of the reasons why you see these nobles wearing fancy suits of armor is because it's like, yo, look at me. I'm rich. Don't kill me. Oh. All so right. those are the guys you pick up. Yeah. Those are the guys you're like, oh, hit them over the head and fucking drag them off. Right. right. No one's really perfected this armor shit. Yeah, it's still it's still got some kinks to work out. Armor sucks back then. Nah, uh, it's it, okay. It'll stop you from getting sliced, but not even really stabbed. Ah, uh, yeah, stabbing not so much. Doesn't stop an Uzi. It, it throws like forty extra pounds on you. Yeah, but I mean, actually, no, way more than that, because it's it was it was like seventy five pounds of shit for a full suit of armor that you could barely move in I, and if someone had a like a Fred Flintstone club they could just hit you over the head before you can put your hands up and you're done already well, was right. it worth it you got a fast roll yeah I mean so uh, I, I if you want to talk about armor of the time I can tell I can speak quickly I know you know more Travis about is time so armor. erect right now I'm so hard right now so hard so at the time the early 12th century, uh, armor was mainly like uh, male, 
like chainmail. Okay. And they'd wear like a nasal helmet. So it was like a little dome helmet with a nose piece. Cool. Uh, the suit of armor and all that shit wouldn't happen until way later, like a couple centuries later. It was like 15th century, right? Yeah, 15th century, that whole suit of armor thing. Right, so, so when those you see, people are the dumbass idiots ass. Yeah, when you see like a Crusader movie and they're all wearing like full suits of armor, you'd be like, that's bullshit. Yeah. Stupid. Monty Python is dumb. <laughs> How'd that rabbit get through the mail? Yeah, none of that really was real. But wait, they for, don't for have... you to know. Thank you. They don't have hand grenades. <laughs> none of it. Okay, so where was that? I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so right. Uh, if you're noble, they're going to just capture you and sell you off for ransom. Right, you're a pretty boy. Well, you know, usually, the, usually under these code of... Nightly rules, you'd be kept, you know, well off. You'd be fed. You know, you're a fellow noble. You don't no, want to be disrespected. Pr- prisoner of war shit going right, on. Right, exactly. Well, Thomas had some pretty twisted ways of getting his, his ransom from captured nobles. All right. <clears throat> in I the, like this. In the words of Abbot Ger- Gerbert, like the baby, Gerbert. Gerbert. Gerber? Yeah, Gerbert. <laughs> Is that baby. Gerbert? Gerbert. Well, he's Gerbert. Gerbert. All right, so Abbott, Abbott, Abbott Gerbert, my name Abbott Gerbert, said this, and this is thousand-year-old English French that was translated into English. So you I'm want me to read up. it? Yeah, you want to read it? No, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. this will be a nice, I, shocking surprise. Here, here yeah. read the italic. Get the beers out of the bits. way. For when he was compelling prisoners to ransom themselves, he hung them up by their testicles, sometimes with his own hands. Good. And those often breaking away from the weight of the body. They're followed at the once the breaking out of their vital parts. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, right? That's brutal. It is. Jesus. So it's like, fuck. hey, we got this boy. He- Knows how I'm lifting him? It's from his man boys. Yes. Thomas would string people up by their balls until their balls snapped off. Yeah. Holy Is what we're fuck. saying. So he hung them up. And use their nuts as truck nuts. <laughs> you ever see like the sausage link with the string still on it? Yeah. <laughs> no, that really just like I'm not playing that up. That made me actually nauseous. I win. <laughs> yes, I've been trying for two years. That's that's disgusting. Oh, this man. is a special episode for Cody. Jeez. That's so, that's the most brutal death yeah. we've talked about. Well, no, it's, not, it's a death. not even a death. It's not a death. Like, oh, yeah. Hold on, Thomas. Yeah, he doesn't want to kill these we're not, people. They're gonna done. bleed out though. No, they'll be able to oh, they'll be able to There's stick a lot out. of creativity before the bleed out. Yeah. The, no, he doesn't want these people to die. He doesn't care if their nuts come out. Oh, eventually. Off. Eventually. Yeah. He doesn't want you to assume their gender either, I'm guessing. <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's female testicles too. Those aren't testicles. That's just a <laughs> paradise. <laughs> Fussy dice. You, Fussy you dice. hung up over your perked clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. God damn, that dick is tiny. Fuck <laughs> 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 us. Uh, so Thomas is a dick. And everyone is complaining to Louis, Louis the Fat. He, they're like, yo... This guy is a sick fuck. Come deal with him. You're you're supposed to be king. Right. And so he's like, all right, all right, all right. 
I'll deal with him. Right after this pork chop. Is that how you eat pork chops now? Yeah, that's how the pork chop goes down. (laughs) Super, super easy and noisy. Uh, (laughs) So he had been, you know, he'd been a little busy fighting the sworn enemy of his peoples, you know, the English, who, again, for for 1,000 years would be fighting each other until they decided they both hated the Germans, and now they're friends. Oh, oh the enemy of my enemy is a German. Yeah. So he ma- so Louis the Fat mounts an assault against Thomas. It was very <laughs> easy to take back the castle of Creasy. Uh, he just basically walks in, cuts down Thomas's men with no mercy, and sets the castle ablaze. Great. Mentioned flaming men blazing and Thomas the fat coming in Louis Louis, Louis, oh, Louis I say Thomas the, Louis the no, fat. You not say, no, I, no. I said that right uh, so yeah this this easy victory sent a message to Louis's troops saying that God was on their side that's so easy to say that when you're winning yeah. like Tom I'm I, like when I'm beating you on connect four I'm just like Haha, God is on my side I now. can't argue that yeah I can't because he's not on my side no and Satan's not doing shit either Nobody likes me. I'm going to go eat some worms. <laughs> Louis doesn't stop there. He pushes on to the castle Nougat. Nougat. Nougat? Nougat. That's called cancel, Castle Nugent. Okay. Castle Ted Nugent. Yeah. Cat scratch fever. Bam, bam, bam. This my castle scratch fever. I feel like Castle Nugent would be the most well-armed castle ever. Yeah, dude. All kinds of. Illegal crossbows. Yeah, it's, grenade it, crossbows, I was just about to it's say. It's basically like adult Home Alone. Like wow. where things kill you. Yeah. Right. And not okay. just like okay. kill no. you on the head all no. goofy. Okay. Although Home Alone's traps would kill you. Okay, here's... Think about it. Yeah. Home Alone for adults is literally the Saw franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how people don't see that. <laughs> like... Jigsaw is literally just Macaulay Culkin, just with like fifteen more years on. He's like, I, I, Michael Jackson didn't touch my butthole, <laughs> and all I wanted was for Michael Jackson to touch my butthole. He's got, he's got to dial it up a little bit. Like I'm gonna put nails on these paint cans. And Macaulay Culkin now looks like Jigsaw. Yeah, he's so like, it all makes sense. That's self fulfilling like, prophecy. Yeah, Would man. you like to play a game, bros? I did a lot of heroin. You filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, so Louis is marching on to this castle Ted Nugent. And <laughs> while he's on his march, a random dude comes up to him in the road. Just like some random guy. What's up, dude? Yo, man. And this guy is like, yo, uh, I'm going to give you the shit on what Thomas has been doing. Get You, you won't guess what he's been doing. He's a gossiper. You won't get what he been doing up there. So he went to loan and he burnt the city to the ground, all the holy sites. He murdered the bishop Garland and Oh, Judy. Yeah, Judy Garland. And left his body on the road naked for the beasts to feed upon. And uh on top of that all that, all the nearly all the noblemen in the city suffered martyrdom martyrdom because they were true to their faith and defended the Lord Bishop. So this ticks off Fat Lou. Fat Lou is pissed. Right. And then in comes Stormtrooping by Ted Nugent. <laughs> get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Fat Louis come and get ready. <laughs> you have a long time to get ready. Yeah, yeah. 
about three minutes of this shit. So Louis marches into Ted's castle, Ted Nugent's castle. I'm so confused right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? So he's marching into Ted Nugent, doing the stormtrooping. And all of Thomas's men in the castle uh, that survived the initial slaughter were fastened to gibbets, which are those cages that you see in the movies. Like, you see them in a lot of pirate movies. Dangly cages? They're like the dangly cage, where, uh, like, usually you just see a skeleton in it. Where, where Warwick Davis finds Val Kilmer in Willow? I don't know. AKA? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm asking you, but I also know. <laughs> so those of yes. you at home who have seen the movie, it's one of those. The start screen of Uncharted 4. That's, I know that. <laughs> yes. I win. So he puts all the remaining Thomas of Thomas's men in these gibbets and is, left them there. Sounds like a racial slur. Yeah, and left them there for the greed of kites, crows, and vultures. It does sound like a racial slur. Especially when I said kites. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently that's a bird. You're Oh, so, uh, not a witness cage. You guys want to make out? <laughs> I mean, we can or we're gonna, not. Yo, it's not gay if I put it in you, right? It's not gay if we're going to die right after. <laughs> it's not gay if it's, <laughs> it's not gay if it's already in you, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got a light? <laughs> so there's one more stop on Louis's route for Thomas, and that is Kusi, ah. his, his main area. Okay, He's the Lord of Kusi. Area Kusi. Of operation. Yeah. On the march, he sends out, and I'm not making this up, Count Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. No, no. Count I, Ralph. Calf, Count Ralph totally had a bowl cut. <laughs> if there was a bullshit Travis card, no, I'd be playing it, No, I'm not it, right? bullshitting. It's Count Can Ralph. That? Can we play that? You put one deception <laughs> in every episode you do, and Travis, or Tom and I have one bullshit card we can play. <laughs> All right. Like right, well, you next out. well, you took it there, so I would, but you already covered that. Guy. And you're wrong. It is Count Ralph. <laughs> uh, For now. So Count Ralph uh, sends out. He sends him out on a scouting mission to like scout ahead. Right. Go so peep it. They come. A- Ralph <laughs> comes across <laughs> a small group of Thomas's men. So he sends in his knights to engage the enemy, and lo and behold, he sees Thomas. Who has already been knocked off of his horse, just like laying in the battlefield. Oh, he's oh, okay. So Count Ralph gallops up on his horse, <laughs> gets off and just stabs Thomas, like mortal, mortal blow. With what? His sword. Oh, damn, dude. And I'm imagining this Count Ralph looking like Stuart from Mad TV. <laughs> All cross-eyed and blush-cheeked. Bull cut. I mean, that's what he was like. He just walked up and was like, you're, you're dead, huh? I do declare. Well, well, Ralphie boy... Fucked up because Thomas was still alive. Oh, <laughs> oh! It, what yeah. did he do? Did he stab him with a sword? Was it a sword or was it knockwurst? Uh, <laughs> no, it was a baguette. Uh, oh, I'm like, baguette. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, a, a tomle du fromage. So Thomas, wait, is hold so, on, explain that joke. A tomle du fromage. What the fuck's tomle? Uh, Tom was laying on the ground. A tom omelet. Oh, a tom. tom. Oh. <laughs> You see, I'm I'm not used to hearing my name. Drink this. <laughs> so Thomas was still alive. He's all fucked up. They take him captive and bring him back to Lone, and they lock him up. Okay, like you're a bad boy. It's a slight upgrade from being dead. Yeah, but okay. The next day, Louis demands Thomas set uh, the merchants free that he had been holding without the right of. Due conduct. It's like due process. Due process. Ah, okay. Okay. Old timey due process. Yeah. Let him go. 
let him go. Thomas refuses. I mean, he's dying on a bed, but he's still like, nah. No, bro. Those are my merchants that I've have captive. They're mine. <coughs> yeah. Uh. So Louis, Louis, like, all right. Well, I'm gonna just free him anyway. But sure. All right. Well, guess what, Tom? They're still in captivity. <laughs> just get out of yeah, here. Air quotes. Just, just fucking get out of here. Fucking, yeah. He's in a hole. Uh. Louis lets Thomas's wife visit him on his deathbed. How nice. Which is nice. Conjugals. And Thomas seemed more pissed that he was losing his captive merchants than he was about to like die. You know, he's like, ah, I'm gonna die, but my merchants, my merch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine like an analog for that. Like you're on your deathbed and you find out like Amazon stock is going down. Like no, <laughs> my 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 portfolio, my estate. Right. Oh. Thomas knew he was gonna die. This was the—I don't know exactly where this fucking Count Ralph hit him, but he's—he's he's gonna die in the spleenus. Anywhere, spleenus? Yeah, right. If if you hit the spleenus on uh, the, the just the right angle with your like third knuckle, it just kills a man. I've seen it. What? Wait, is that the tip of your penis or the, the bottom of your penis? The knuckle? No, the spleenus. <laughs> the knuckle. <laughs> oh, the moose knuckle. Yeah, the knuckle. All right, let's get back into a, a few thousand years ago, hundred years ago. <laughs> I apologize for all of that. <laughs> so Thomas knew he was going to die, and even though he was excommunicated, Louis sent in a priest for him to do his final confession. So I guess they're like, "This guy's fucked. He's an idiot. Let's let him do his last confession." Yeah, well, well dude, we won't even send in a real priest. I, I have a slight. <laughs> Be yeah. one of those merchants he captured. Yeah. <laughs> I have a slight question. What does the process of excommunication mean? I know it means like, hey, you, you pretty much you're stuck with hell because you don't get the rights of the church. But like, what is the what is is, is a magic wand just waved and just being like, ha you are excommunicated? Or is there like a pink slip involved? Well, you're also you're also not welcome in Christendom. So <laughs> right, but how, what's what's the ceremony like? How they do you write know? your name above a urinal at the yeah. Vatican? I don't know <laughs> because like because you know you get those people that being like you've been served and they like leave papers at your like front. They probably post. did that. So you you've been excommunicated. Excommunicated. It was Dick. probably decreed at some point. I decree that this man has been excommunicated. I wrote it on my foreskin. I'm going to say it in front of these poor people and this bird. <laughs> this cute as witness to God. And this bird. <laughs> I see. So even though he was excommunicated, they sent in the priest for the final confession. Okay. Thomas refused the offer of his final communication. Mm-hmm. Right? He's like, fuck that. I don't need God. God's a dick. Yeah. I did my own shit. Right. My dad didn't even like me. And we hung out together. <laughs> what? What? And DMX. Yeah. Was there. He was almost every day. Uh, but as the pain grew in his body, mm. he was like, eh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to take that final com- uh, communion. God, I didn't mean it. <laughs> Thank you for everything. He's so- my shitty dad. Sorry, bro. Uh, so the priest enters the room and... Per- per- ah. oh. Sorry, I'm drunk. <coughs> the priest enters the room and prepares his final Eucharist. Okay. Well, I don't. Is that like the juice and shit? It's a no. cracker. It's, yeah, the cracker. It's the body the of Christ. It's the blood of Christ, and it's a good. How you doing? Shake my hand. I'm the priest. Right. I mean, it's a, one time the priest is allowed to put something in your mouth. <laughs> I never understood that. 
Yeah, you're right. I never understood that. The people who want the priest to feed it to him. Yeah. They're lazy. Uh, give it to me. They're lazy fucks. Give it to me, priest. I don't know what it is, man. I think it's like a it's a submission thing. Yeah. Like, give me that fucking cracker, you dick. Do you know? You, give me the, that crap. The priest gets so hard when he's like, yeah, let me put that cracker in your mouth. Did I tell this story about the priest who had the lav mic on? I don't and, think so. What the fuck? Okay, so when, I, I right. went to a Roman Catholic church. Yeah. And I'll dox everything. <laughs> no, no, I went to a Roman Catholic church when I was younger, and we there was this priest that uh, he was relatively new. I'd only seen him a few months before, and he's given the the 10 a.m. mass, which is the big one. Right. And out of nowhere, he's just like, "Excuse me," and then he goes into the back, and he's got a lavalier mic on because this church fits like 1,500 people. It's giant. Whoa! Right? Yeah, it's a really big one. So there's a PA thing, and he's hooked up to the lav, and he starts taking a piss. <laughs> And the sound guy doesn't turn him off. And he's just pissing like hard. Like he real like that that excuse me was very much needed. Didn't wash his hand. Oh Yeah. Yeah, it was wow. bad. He comes back out, he does a thing, and everyone he's he's uh, people took and it. Everyone's like, I don't know if I need to do communion this uh, week. Don't you make holy water with the water you touch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just wash the hands. I, I just don't understand. It was one of the best days of my life. <laughs> Because I actually sang in the choir at that point because my mom would beat me if I didn't. <laughs> but she loves me. Uh, all right, so that priest is doing that shit. Good save, Tom. Good save. <laughs> <laughs> the priest is doing that shit. And Thomas is ready to take this final communion. He's like, all right. I'm ready to take it. Here we go. Oh, yeah. the next level. He lifts his head back to speak to the priest. And his neck twists back and broke on the spot. <gasps> Ooh. What? Okay. Apparently what happened. So like, right before he went to chomp down that holy ritz. Right before he was about to speak all of his sins, his neck broke. A lot of sins. Wow. Yeah. Pretty epic way to go. Yeah, he must have been possessed, dog. That's what I'm thinking. That's what everyone else thought. Yeah. I just had a fucking fat head that his neck couldn't hold up. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, a fucking Ralphie boy like might have hit his neck. Yeah. <laughs> Too hard. <laughs> oh, no, he's fine. Let me set him up for you. Oh, his neck fell over. <laughs> it was weird, Your Honor. I was massaging it with my fist, and this happened. Yeah, why don't you feed him that pita bread? <laughs> Didn't work this time, did it? So that was the year 1130. He died then? 1130. 1130. That's my He died at 1130 on 1130 on 1130. Thomas Damar. <laughs> dead. Yep. So dead. Wow, that was fun. 11.30. Yeah. What first, was his age? Do you know his age? That was our first possessed person. First possessed person and first crusader. Because wow. he fucking snapped that neck. He fucking made that neck pop. Wow. Uh, so, uh, 10, 1073 and 11.30. Drunken math. Can we do it? I'll edit it 50, to be clean. 57. I'll right? take your word. That's no. pretty oh, fucking old for 57. back then. Yeah. That Got was like, you had 30 grandkids by then age. He had a couple kids. And funny enough, even though he did all that shit, mm. his son that he named Angaron after his second, shit dad, after his shit dad, took over the Lord Cusse. Uh, so, oh, well, it came back to bite them in the dick. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he took over, but like he couldn't expand his territory and pretty much just lived a life of hunting. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I like coonskin hats, but yeah, who doesn't? That's that's our boy, the raccoon. Oh, yeah. Wait. Why do I get applause?
Because it's oh, that was a sexy. lot of fun. Yeah, dog. We're allowed to do that, right? I'm hard. It was French. It was sexy. Oh, beautiful. Well, thanks again for bringing that in, Travis. Thanks for tuning in to the Rust Mortem Podcast coverage of Thomas de Marl. Yes. Yeah. He's a French idiot, and he's running crusades and then... Wait, what was this? Oh, uh, Stormtrooping. Yeah, get ready. Yeah. yeah. Go back and he's like, that. Thomas de Marl. <laughs> from the walking dead yeah all right cool thanks for listening everyone yeah you my it. name is tom you can find me on social media at saunched twitter s-a-u-n-t-c-h-t bing how you doing remember when you couldn't spell your own handle yeah it took like the first six episodes a lot my name is travis yeah you can follow me on twitter or instagram oh yeah at travis how many E's you got in there? Two E's. Sexy. Cool. Yeah. I am your Cody McCann for the evening. You can find me at Cody McCann on Twitter. C-O-D-Y-M-C-C-A-N-N. And you could reach out to us on social media at Roast Mortem Cast yes. on Instagram or Twitter or, hey, even shoot us a goddamn Gmail or go to our Facebook page that we don't pay attention yes! to. Yeah! Yes! Yeah! Well, we got it. And I also- sometimes post our episodes on Facebook. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> if you found sometimes. us on Facebook, let us know by finding us somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Shane, for listening. Yes. Oh, I'm going to do a thing. If you like what you just heard, we'd love to hear back from you. Yeah! Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, at Roast Mortem Cast. Yeah, that's right. That's us. That's us. And if you tag us on either one of those social platforms, mm-hmm. we will write an obituary for you, you sexy corpse you. Yeah, write in. We're going to write an obituary for you. Make sure you tell a friend. Give us a subscription. Yeah, let us know how we're doing. How you're doing, too. I want to know how I'm doing, how you're doing. It's just a good old... No one doing fest. Yeah. No one doing fest. That's right. Don't do it. Do it. Yeah. For me. Stick around right now for some obituaries and some outtakes. Here we go. Oh shit! Some people died. Ghost childs. Uh, what? Oh. It's the end of the episode. Where's Mike? Where the fuck is Mike? I hate when he's not here. Why is he not here? What an asshole. Fuck that kid. What a fucking dick. He didn't show up to the episode again. If I see him kickflipping without permission again, I'm going to be mad. He needs to wear yeah. a helmet for fuck's he's like, sake. He's doing 900s. He's fucking like he's not even using elbow guards. Yeah, he's doing oh. 900s without permits and shit. <sighs> well, it's you made you know, the other he, he actually, uh, just to add to yeah. that dead joke even more, he entered the X Games and uh, got a zero. <laughs> That's impressive. Good for him. Congratulations, Mike. Yeah. Woo! You got a zero in the X Games. Whatever the fuck you are, Mike, you enjoy this. <laughs> So you made it through the end of the episode. We're going to do a little obitches. Mm. Little bitches for yeah. people that tweeted at us. Thank or you. Or Instagrammed at us. Or you could even just like Facebook us. Oh my God, so exciting. Ah. Or Gmail. You can Gmail our faces. 
Cody, who's who's the first person on the obituary? Uh, the first person on the obituary is not Phineas. He's uh, tweeting sexual things on our Twitter, retweeting. Good fan. Oh, he found one of our our, our flyers on the L L train. train. Oh, yes. Well, that's for Langston Hughes. Oh, I thought it was the Lombardo train. No, it was for Langston. The lasagna train. Because they they do, like, trumpets and shit on that. Mm. Music's good, just in case you're wondering. Try music if you haven't. Also, believe it or not, he's uh, to my immediate left for... Now, I want to say the latest Waifu Wars, but I don't know when you're going to read this. What episode would that be, like seven or something? I think eight. Eight. I was on Waifu Wars. The Stereos is Waifu Wars, episode eight. I'm next to Phineas. He's a stand-up guy. I'm going to kill him with anime. Is that hentai? Yeah. We, yeah. If you want to be, if you want to fucking cut <sighs> blue anime hair. Is that yaoi? So that is... Okay, Hentai, cool. just yes. keep doing yeah, it. If you want to see exclusive content, go to patreon.com slash stereos. <laughs> yeah, you can do that too. We're doing Phineas and I doing doing Waifu Wars. I don't remember what he picked. He picked something weird and I've never heard of it. It was good though, because he defended it. And then at one point he was he was he was he was questioned on his waifu's figure. And it, it was like, Phineas was 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 over eager to be like, look at my waifu's figure, look at this, and, and, he, and he pulls out his phone and he, and he tries to play something, but it's on daily motion because oh. YouTube doesn't doesn't allow that bull that bullshit hentai anymore, so oh. just fucking pop up ads everywhere, and we, we were just mammothly overwhelmed with memories, just boobs, a boob tidal wave as far as the eye can see, and and you know proper to anime uh, fashion, Phineas just. Instantly bled through his nose. All the blood he had just just left through Phineas. Like a Master Roshi type. Yeah, like Master Roshi looking at uh, Bulma's uh, boobies. uh, Tackle. (laughs) Bait 10 tackles. And uh, I I also succumbed to similar fates. So that's how Phineas and I died simultaneously. So many bobers. After Waifu Wars. We We just got overwhelmed with 2D boobs. It's amazing, really. It, it, It happened so quickly. Like a like a like a cat five hurricane. Well, what is interesting about uh, hentai and anime boobies is that they skip the the three D realm that we live in, but they skip right to four D, and they'll fuck your life up. It's, and they skip physics, dude. It, it's, yeah. it's Imagine fucking... if like physics didn't exist. Imagine if Isaac Newton was like an apple just was bouncy. <laughs> yeah, an apple just <laughs> bouncy and just fluid. It's a good point. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. I know. I'm saying I'm like a physicist. There's, so. no, there's nothing you can do, man. And you and you know fucking I, Einstein. You know fucking Isaac was like all pent up because he didn't. Yeah, he, no, he didn't know about bouncy tits like anime style. But he, that's yeah. cool. We can. All right. So wow. the next person is uh, Emily, and she is from Montana. Oh, oh, Montana. Yeah, there's an Enya over there, Montana, but there, we don't write it because it's America. Wait, Enya's yeah. from Montana. Well, no, I mean, when you spell and if you spell Montana, Montana. That's how she sings, right? Yeah. All the things you said. And oh, her name is uh, <laughs> M Sifera Rose on oh. Instagram. M Sifera Rose. Sexual. Yes. Great. Thank you. So she's from Montana. She likes she likes pooches. I I saw hey, a couple pictures of pooches. That's cool. So you know they do like controlled explosions on mountains where Wait, it's what? snowy. Okay. Right. No, but sure. Okay, go for it. You don't it. know about that. I don't know anything. So, like, when it gets all snowy on a mountain, mm-hmm. they'll set off a little, like, tiny nuke. Oh, to clear an avalanche? Yeah, to clear an avalanche. Okay, you gotta leave that part in. Yeah. 
So she uh, was strolling down her local avenue next to this giant mountain in Montana. Oh. <laughs> and Keep saying Montana fucked up every yeah. time. It's going to make this a lot better. Montana. And uh, so uh, sh- they set off this like little mini explosion. But mm-hmm. this this mountain was filled with pooches. Mountain pooch, eh? Mountain pooches. How's None of them possible? were hurt. None of them were hurt at all. But they all they all like pooched down the mountain. Okay. Well, we all know that pooches land on their four feet. Yeah. If they drop, yeah. So there's a whole bunch of pooches, like a pooch avalanche, right? And so she's like, "Oh no, the pooches!" Okay. Because like pooches are fun, but like when there's a bunch of them, it's too much. Yeah. There's a too much of everything, and pooches are not excluded. Yeah. So she gets caved in by these pooches. Uh-huh. And well, first thing that you that you do if you're in an avalanche is you spit. Yes, this is actually true. a yep. real I know. tip. Yep. I'm not too drunk to tell you this is a real tip. You spit when you're encased in ice. And or, if the, or dog. Yeah, if the spit hits you in the face, guess what? Uh, that's not up. <laughs> that's not the movie Up. Interesting phrasing. <laughs> All right. No. No. If it falls <laughs> no. if it falls down, it means that like guess what? That's where down is. No, if you spit up and it hits you in your face, you're looking up. All right, well, whatever, Especially Cody. in Montana. Well, she's oh, in Montana. Oh, I'm sorry, that's right. Montana's south of the equator. This goes the other way. That's thank right. You. Tom, thank you for reminding me. So okay. she figures out which way she's oriented, and uh, she starts petting her poo- petting all the pooches oh. to get to the surface. Okay. She just pets them, and they move out of the way. Great. Because of the tail centripetal force. She reaches the top. Her, 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 her face just sticks out the top. It's like, I made it air. Real air, not pooch Pooch poops, pooch you know, because they're all pooping. All right, because there's a lot of poops. Oh, I understand. Ones. All right, no. And I then don't. a wolverine comes out and claws her face off, completely off. Leaves wow. the dogs alone. Oh, the dogs are fine. Why okay. would the wolverine go after the dogs? They go after the fucking face. Well, rest in peace. Yeah, dogs don't have faces. It's a face off, really. It's a, it's a uh, classic. What do you call that? A Nicolas Cage twist? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, those are good. Uh, I just hire me. Who hire me that, for movies. He was in that movie with the uh, little kid, and he was just like, see dead people. Oh, Hook? <laughs> see, yeah, no, Hook. that's Bruce yeah, Willie, Hook. dude. When he was in Hook. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was cool. <laughs> that was amazing when he was in Hook. Beautiful. All right. So, uh, you, uh, Tom, did you bring anyone to the table right. to die? Close us out, Tom. Let's, I'm going to have a drink. Oh. I don't want to kill anyone. Oh, thanks, Tom. You're doing this again. I am. I'm not killing anyone tonight. What Dude. a nice guy. Tom is yeah. the nicest guy on our show. I, thanks for tuning into the Roast Morning Podcast. I am done with killing wow. people this evening. As he fills his drink up with whiskey. That's right. Wow. This is a Irish whiskey, <laughs> and I'm going to kill myself. Let's go. <laughs> S- slowly over time. Though. Stick around for outtakes right. and idiots that do things. Uh, Shaboink. There's Tom playing Smoke Goalie for Cody. Smoke on my dad. Smoking bad things. Have you ever smoked in the bathtub? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that just it. happened. Yes. For you. Silon, Lego. Silon, Lego. Silon. Bean. Silence, Bean. Bean. All right. Ready? Please. If you fuck this up, you have Area to swig the whiskey. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> my hairy umbilical cord. Oh! <laughs> yeah, dog. This is the oh. worst, like, <laughs> tasting episode ever. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I do all the worst tasting episodes with Tarare and... Yeah. Wait. Tonight's been pretty bad. Yeah. Hairy yeah. umbilical cord is <laughs> up there, yeah. Can you imagine that foreplay mix-up? Oof. Ugh. 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 All right, so <laughs> I'll try oh! to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, just imagine the happy trail that just keeps going into your mom. <laughs> <laughs> All the way down to your belly button across the cord. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Where does where does me begin and the pubes end? Where the pu- me end and the pubes begin? <laughs> jump, jump my puberty from. <laughs> yeah, your dad tries to cut it, but it just dulls on the hair. Yeah. Oh no! All right, so Ravensburger Gold Crypt. Ravensburgers made of dicks. Ravensburger, have a clit. Lay Ravensburger, puzzle time, golden rhymes. Let me tell you how this poem goes. I don't know, because it's prose. That's a key to the next episode that we do. Keep Whoa. in mind that my prose are very much pro. I will stay in line for the good of the podcast. Understand me now, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, excuse me. All right. All right. Yeah? Did I steal something? I'm just looking for more beer. Oh. Oh, I have beer here. <laughs> I'll look behind me. Just, lo- just looking for more beer. <laughs> Whoa, you looked wow. out. That's like a gold clover. Gold clover? You got that Miller Light. Sandwiches. What do leprechauns do? Give out Miller I know what Light. they are, but what's their function? They're assholes. Yeah. They're just kind of like... <laughs> Bad dudes or dudettes. Mean little Irish midgets. They don't know how to party. I don't know why we depict them as happy. Leprechaun the movie is the most accurate thing we got. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to have their gold. Never listen to the Vanga Boys. Do you guys ever see uh, Leprechaun 4? Leprechaun in space? In the hood? No, oh. in space. 5 is in the hood. 5 is in the hood. No, i never seen space. Well, in the space one, there's a scene where it's like two of the characters about to get sexy, and then the guy's like, oh, you're going really hard on my junk. And the girl's like, what are you doing? Don't worry about it. I'm just... And she's like, she's like, I'm not even touching it. I'm not even touching it. And she's like, oh, my dick hurt. And then his dick gets really big, and then the leprechaun comes out of his pants. Whoa! Like, it turned into his dick, and then he bleeds out. That's different. Holy shit. Yeah, Dude, and that's Warwick Davis, and he's in really? Willow, which oh. is a kids' movie. And he's also in Skin Deep. He's in Skin Deep, which is <laughs> also Potter. a kids' movie. <laughs> Don't forget Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. He was in all the Lucas films, really, every single one of them. Wait, Star which Wars. one was he in Harry Potter? He was Hagrid? He was at the bank of money. Gringotts. Oh. All right. Gingis, Gingis. Yeah, he's like, now. Go! Oh, Scarlet Pile. <laughs> 